This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the End in Mind podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin, the owner of Meraki Media Management. The End in Mind is a place where we come to share stories, tips, and strategies of many entrepreneurs, creatives, business owners, and just some people that aren't willing to live the traditional lifestyle. We talk about how to live outside of the box today and how to incorporate what really is important in your life to keep that end goal always in mind. Again, if you would like to reach out to me in any type of way, you can find me on Instagram at Meraki underscore media underscore management. And I hope to hear from you all soon. Thanks so much and enjoy our show. Hey everybody, welcome back to The End in Mind. I am really excited about today's episode because this is actually part two of an amazing interview that we already started on Find Your Clear Vision podcast with Lisa. Thank you so much for being here today, Lisa. Yeah, I'm excited to continue our fun conversation. I can't wait. So tell us a little bit more about yourself, a little bit more about your podcast. And I know that we started on intuition. So if you all are interested in intuition and defining intuition, which I actually haven't done on the show before, please head over and check out Clear Your Find Your Clear Vision podcast on any major podcast hosting platform. So definitely check that out first, hit pause, go back, and then come back here to part two afterwards. (laughs) Yes, we had a blast talking about intuition, showing up authentically online, and how to market yourself from that point of view. And that's my jam. Like I love, love, love talking about thought work, mindset, and then how does that relate to your personal or professional branding. I am a certified transformational life and leadership coach and a personal branding expert. So I help my clients find their clear vision, find their purpose, and then bring it to life through my clear vision framework. I love, love, love working with senior level executives in entertainment and media companies, leaders in marketing and tech and also ambitious entrepreneurs. So in addition to my coaching business, Be Bright Lisa, I'm also the founder of Clear Vision U, which is a mindset and personal branding program. So you can find me many, many places, but I primarily love to hang out on Instagram 
at be bright Lisa. Awesome. I love that. Yeah. And we'll have everything linked below too. If you're driving, painting in the shower, we have all the links below for you guys. So don't worry there. And Lisa, can you tell us a little bit more about how you got into the mindset work and when you launched your business? I know on part one, we talked about going back a few years now. So can you tell me about that evolution and what that looked like for you? Yes. I was a corporate graphic designer for many, many years. And I think people in the design business and the creative industry often are the first to go when the economy hits a snag. So like the first time I was laid off was 9-11 after 9-11. And then the second time was when the economy hit a snag in 2008, 2009. At that point, I was like, all right, I'm done. This is enough. I have enough knowledge and I want to start my own business. So I started my own graphic design and creative branding studio then called Step Brightly. And I had worked with companies like Crate and Barrel and Paper Source. So retail was an easy one to get into for me. So that's where most of my clients came from initially. And then on part one, we talked about one of the snags that I hit as an entrepreneur was mindset. And honestly, not being clear on what my clients needed, I had thought it was business or branding, but what actually many of the clients needed as leaders, as founders of their company was coaching. I did not recognize it in them and I didn't recognize it in me until 2015, actually, my girlfriend Molly said, Hey, Lisa, a lot of the same work that you do in personal branding, a lot of that actually translates really well to this coaching program I'm in. Do you want to come on Saturday and join us for like a workshop? So I went to this workshop and I was actually wearing this shirt at the exact same time. Oh my God. That is so cute. I was (laughs) going to comment on your shirt earlier. I like do not look cute today, but you look adorable. (laughs) (laughs) I went to that workshop and I sweated through this shirt, like I'm a sweater when I get nervous and people were having the most vulnerable conversations and sharing out loud in groups. And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe these people are sharing their feelings because that's not what I do. And that's not what my family does. And so I'd never been around it before and it was making me super uncomfortable. So of course, as an over ambitious Capricorn, I was like, this is what I'm doing. Sign me up. So that was how I got into coaching and became certified by the International Coaching Federation in 2016. And I now work with a designer. So I source out all of my design. I have an online business manager. So I do still play in the creative world every single day. Coaching is creative conversations, but I now am strictly leading from a place of being coached all the time. I love that. Coaching leads to creative conversation. That's great. It's so true because every client is different. And they all have their own unique things that we discuss. So I love that you said that. And how, so I'm just curious about the International Coaching Federation. How did, so I guess this meeting was where you learned about that and then you went to go get certified. This is actually something that I'm thinking about doing. So I figured I would just throw that question in there if you don't mind. Oh, sure. Yes. So coaching as an industry is kind of like the wild, wild west, because 
anybody and their mom can be like, I'm a coach. I coach, you know, and it's a super wobbly space to be in because when we don't do it with training, yeah, you can like severely, I don't want to say damage, but leave someone in a direction that is not a good one for them. And there's an article on my website, I'll send it to you, where I wrote it for the American Marketing Association about the differences between being a coach, a consultant, or a mentor, or a therapist. So I think therapy is when people have, everybody has a past, and sometimes we need to heal our past in order to move forward. Yeah. And so there's work to be done there with a trained professional expert who is a therapist, a counselor, or a psychiatrist. Then you can move into uh, consulting, for example. Consulting is what I used to do in my graphic design business. I'm the expert. You want a website? Here's your three choices. Pick one, move forward, we'll build it for you. Sometimes coaches show up as a consultant. Well, let me tell you how to live your life, right? (laughs) And then a coach is somebody who is not an expert in their clients. The client's the expert in the client's life. And we come with curiosity and partnership to open up the possibilities in their mind that they may have never seen before. Because oftentimes people are so rooted into, well, this is how it goes. This is how it is. This is how it should look. And this is what I should say. And you probably get this all the time in your work too. In this coaching program I was in, I was trained by a group called Accomplishment Coaching. And it's a year long program. We met once a month for an entire weekend. I had my own coach. I had my own clients. We did business development and training in an ontological approach, which means we studied who you are being versus Mm -hmm. what you are doing. And that's one of the biggest mindset shifts when it comes to social media, for example, or personal branding or your career or your leadership is people often say, well, what do I need to do in order to get that promotion, in order to get more clients? And then they go do, do, do all over the place versus, well, who do I need to be Mm. and how do I want to feel and what does my intuition tell me to lead me towards? And when you come at it from that perspective, life just starts to feel a lot better. That's for sure. So anyways, International Coaching Federation is the like umbrella certification um, agency for the coaching industry. And wow. within within the ICF, International Coaching Federation, there's accomplishment coaching, there's IPEC, there's coactive coaching, so many different options. And I can hop offline with you and share with you wow. what my opinions are on all of those because I've been around the block now and I actually have lots of clients who have worked with me, they've been full-time in a position and now they're certified coaches. And not that I like led them down that path, but they're like, this is what I want to do. And you can make money being a coach for sure. Yeah. But it's a business. It's a business. It really is. And it's a great business to be in. Like, 
coming from the design space. And I know we're going a little bit on a tangent, but I know our listeners will actually be super into this because a lot of them are aspiring entrepreneurs and they don't always know what direction we're going in or like, am I a coach? You know, like all of these fads, cause you see all this crap online and it's like, do I want to identify with that? You know, like, is that me? And that's what held me back for so long with my mindset. I was like, is this actually what I'm doing or am I doing something different? You know, do I need to define it differently? And I love the coaching aspect of what we do. And I think just getting certified would just help me solidify, you know, even more what I'm doing. I'm able to show up in a more aligned professional, you know, manner. So that's something I've been looking into for a while, but it's such a great business. And it's one of those businesses where you actually see your clients grow. And that was something with the social media that I didn't get to see that much. You know, when you're talking to somebody weekly, like we grow so quickly, especially when you kind of go on this holistic journey. I joke around with my boyfriend all the time. I'm like, every day I'm changing, you know, <laughs> like, I know you're crazy, you know? <laughs> Yeah. So thank you so much for walking me through that. And I would love to learn more about the mindset side of things and how you help your clients expand their energy. I find that really intriguing because a lot of this work, um, you can correct me if you have a different outlook, but I find it exhausting at times, you know, Mm -hmm. when you're navigating your beliefs and it can be really tiring. And I see it happen for my clients too. So tell me more about that energy expansion. Oh, yes. I help my clients find their clear vision, which is like their purpose. But when you become more senior in either your role or your business, we need to know exactly how to do that. Mm -hmm. And how do I do that and feel good and not feel like I am striving or overproducing or burnt out, like you were saying? So I've actually developed this framework called, shockingly, the Clear Vision Framework, but it involves two sides. And one is your thought work, what I call your inner platform. And then the other side is your outer platform, which is how it shows up online or in your business or even in a role within a corporation. So that inner platform is a combo of things. It's it's your vision. It's your dream outcome. It's what you want to create in life. It's your end in mind, right? Yeah. Then three other pieces to it. Self-trust, which we talked a lot about in part one, trusting yourself and using your intuition as a guide to do that. Also your mindset, self-awareness, actually paying attention to not just logic, And what is driven a lot by masculine qualities like competition or aggression or scheduling. Scheduling Mm -hmm. is a very masculine trait. Instead being not, I don't want to say driven, be following your uh, intuition, more feminine qualities like flow and energy. So then it brings us to the fourth and final piece of your inner platform, which is expanding your energy. So this is the fun part. So if you imagine you have your dream outcome or your clear vision, it's out there in the future. What happens for most people is like, oh, that's so lovely. Wouldn't that be nice to go start that business? 
wouldn't that be nice to hit a hundred K? Wouldn't that be nice? You know, and they just keep looking at it out there. So what do we need to actually manifest that manifestation is really just the taking your intention and making it happen. So you need two pieces to do that. One is expanding your energy. So if you imagine you've got like a pair of scissors, if you can expand your energy really, really wide, like that pair of scissors, and I'll share like how you do that in a minute. Then when you close the scissors, it's laser focused and it's pointing you right in the direction you're going. But if you don't expand your energy, you're just going to be taking tiny little snip, 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 and it's going to take you forever and you're going to just, you know, burn out. So we have to expand our energy in order to laser focus. So then how do we ex actually expand our energy? Well, one easy way to take a look is, well, what drains you of energy, right? Mm -hmm. Actually, yesterday I went and drove out to downtown Chicago met my girlfriend who is trying on her wedding dress. She wanted me to be there to take a look. So it was going to be an hour drive because Chicago, I was listening to this book called The Source by Dr. Tara Swart. And it's about intuition and um, manifestation using brain power. And then honestly, I was like, I haven't listened to what she said for the last 20 minutes. I have zero idea. None of it. I couldn't comprehend it. And so I had to turn it off and then I had to turn on my like go-to, I don't care, I don't listen to it moment, which was this podcast called Royally Obsessed. And it's about the British royal family. Love and it's, it's, yeah, it's fun. It's nonsense. It has zero to do with my business, but I had to check out. I had to clock out. And sometimes to expand your energy, you actually have to clock out and check out. And that's why I, I know you're going on vacation soon. That's why we go on vacations. But my work, I want to take a look at instead of having to go on, you know, two and a half week vacation, I have a client, two clients, actually, one's going to Morocco and one is going to the mountains in Colorado. When they come back from their vacation, they're going to be refreshed and revived and have a new outlook. But what if you were able to take that thought, I am refreshed, I am revived, and put it into a drive to Chicago in yeah. five o'clock traffic, right? Yeah. So that's the mindset work. That's the thought work is how do I want to be revived and refreshed? How can I be that now? Mm. Every single moment now. Wow. I love that because that's like, you know, that's the goal. Like one of the things that I've said in the past on the end in mind is how to live your life as a meditation. And that is exactly what I feel like you just described. It's being able to check in with yourself and say, what do I need in this moment? And how can I give that to myself? You know, so then you can come back refreshed, how you said, and actually be able to accomplish the goal at hand. Like, I was meeting with a girlfriend for coffee the other day and she was mentioning how she'll put things off. Like she's like a procrastinator. And I was thinking this same type of exactly what you described. If maybe you give yourself some time to relax and, 
you know, it doesn't feel that big or we kind of build it up in our heads and make it seem so much worse than it is instead of just giving ourselves what we need in that moment. So we can come back and accomplish it in like an hour or 20 minutes, you know? Yeah, seriously. Sometimes it's the like 20 minute moment that we've been thinking about for days and avoiding it and trying to, you know, procrastinate on it. But honestly, if we sat down and put pen to paper or filled out that form or whatever it is that you're dragging your feet on, it's currently sucking your energy. Mm. And so, right. So you're like allowing that it's an open sore. It is a drain on your energy. Procrastination is a drain on your energy. You can tell that to your friend. Yeah. (laughs) I love that. Oh my gosh. That's great. Procrastination. We have to decide which one of these amazing nuggets of knowledge will title today. (laughs) Cause that's great too. At first I had expand your energy to laser focus, but I also like procrastination is draining your energy. That's so good. Cause no one thinks of it like that. And exactly how you described, it's just that quick mindset shift. Like it doesn't have to be this whole big Mm -hmm piece of work either. It can just kind of happen in the moment. Yeah. And not to pick on your friend because literally I've had one of my clients is the CEO of a digital marketing agency. Procrastination is her go-to. She She's like, but she calls it puttering. Now there's a big difference between puttering and procrastination. Procrastination is actually uh, a thought you're choosing I'm choosing to procrastinate on something that I'm avoiding. I don't want to do something that's scary. I don't like it, whatever it is. And then that turns into a feeling and it turns into an action. And then the action is I'm not taking action on that thing, right? Procrastination is a beautiful way to avoid growing Mm -hmm. and building your future by design. So, but then puttering on the other hand, in that book, The Source, um, she talks about puttering as actually a way to access your creativity to creatively putter. You just walk around your house and like, you've noticed I've got this like essential oil here. I'll just put it on. Mm They smell it. And it looks like I'm really doing nothing, but I'm actually allowing a little bit of white space in my moment, in my, what did you say? Meditation? Yeah. 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 Like a movement meditation. Yeah. And so when you do that, it down, it enables your brain to be open to new ideas and possibilities. So there's like a a beautiful moment to notice. Am I procrastinating? What is procrastination giving me? Or am I puttering? If so, what can I be open to? That's really great. That's great advice because I feel like that also helps with the creativity side of things, which I know we touched on in part one. And I would love to continue that conversation. And is that what you will help your clients with? Like maybe they're just having a block with something or they're not able to create or maybe there's this issue has arisen. I mean, with these high up executives, I'm sure they deal with a lot of stressful external situations at times. So what does that look like? And what may be your advice at that time? Because of my design background, the creative process takes a certain flow. And 
it's a six step process. And I use that type of design thinking and creative outlook with my coaching. And so the first step is to release judgment. You know, this, an example of that is somebody who's like, I really want to write, I really want to write a book, but I have writer's block. And so it's like, they're bringing two opposing forces to the same party. I really want to be creative. I really want to start a business, but I just don't know how. And so you're like effectively blocking yourself. (laughs) You've got to release the judgment of how it's gone or what you don't know. And there's lots of um, tools and techniques to do that. Then you've got to brainstorm. And so like, even with the end in mind, as I just love that title, you've got to know what the end is. And, but first you got to open up all the possibilities and be willing to be wrong and be willing to explore. And it's called a brainstorm because it's messy. And so we brainstorm with whether it's my one-on-one clients or inside of my Clear Vision U program, all of these steps are in the training in Clear Vision U. So after you brainstorm the idea, two or three will pop out for you. And you'll be like, okay, I think I want to explore making a podcast or you know, building this type of message to share with my people. Okay, so then you move to Clear Vision, step number three. So I actually have like a whole framework for finding your clear vision. And when you do, it becomes a concept. Mm-hmm. So s- similarly for, you know, uh, marketing, you come up with different concepts and then you see if they work or resonate with your people. So after you find your clear vision and now granted, that's an entire, that's like a couple weeks of work, <laughs> mm-hmm. then you laser focus okay, I got my clear vision and now I need to laser focus on it. Mm-hmm. And like I talked about, well, how can you laser focus? Cause this is where people's limiting beliefs about their ability to create that, right? They leave it way out there. Oh, wouldn't it be nice to start a podcast? It sure would. And then nothing happens, you know, in order to laser focus again, we probably have to go back and release judgment about not knowing how to do it. How does my voice sound on a mic? Is anybody going to listen to me? What should I talk about? Blah, 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 blah. Uh, Right? All of the diversionary techniques. Now we laser focus and there's lots of tools again to do that. One of them, expanding your energy. So that's step five, expand your energy. Because then you can, like the scissors, expand, focus, expand, focus. And then it leads us to step six, if I'm counting correctly, I think we're on step six now, which is to share. And so now we share it. Yeah. And that's the outer platform. Then you share it through social media or branding or a blog or videos or however it is. And then you get up the next day and you do it again. And then you do it again. (laughs) You do it again. Oh my gosh. That's great. I love the framework because I love the first step of stopping judgment. Cause I think that we all need to do that with like almost everything in our lives, <laughs> but we tend to not, you know, like we're our, sometimes our most worst, biggest critic. I know I can be at times too. So when you drop the judgment, it really just makes it so much easier. 
even when I was starting the end in mind, I actually said to myself, I don't care like the outcome. I just really, I hope people listen, you know, and that's all I can do. Like, I don't care if I upset people, if I say the wrong thing, because naturally that's just going to happen, you know, especially as your platform grows and things like that. So if you can stop judging yourself, then it also won't call in those types of people as well. At least that's what I always tell my clients. I'm like, once you drop this energy, then you'll just drop the energy all around you. So even if someone is judging, it's like, that's a reflection of themselves. Like that has nothing to do with me, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I totally get that. I had, I did a video, I don't know, sometime this summer. And I talked about why I hired a mindset coach. Cause I think all good coaches need coaches who are even better than they are. Right. So it can lead you down that path. So I was sharing about, you know, my mindset coach and somebody on Instagram took it to make it one of those reels that has you next to the person. So they took me and then they put themselves up next to me and it was their basically like reaction to me talking And what I was sharing, they were in essence mocking me because at the top, at the end, they said, you know, you don't need a mindset coach. You need Jesus. And I was like, okay, so they have a distinct opinion about God and Jesus. And and you go to their profile and it's all about that. Cool. Mm -hmm. You know, that's their jam. And if that's how they want to express that you don't need a mindset coach, you need Jesus. Okay. You know, so I was in a space where in the past, I probably would have been like, oh my God, I am mortified. I can't believe somebody remixed me. This is awful. What should I do? Should I delete? You know, should I untag myself? Should I delete? You just start spinning. Yeah. Because you put yourself out there and then somebody mocks you. It's like, oh, but for some reason, all this work, all this mindset work, I was like, hey, cool. We can have two opinions at the exact same time. Yeah. And and so I just posted. I was like, oh, love that you found value in this. And then, you know, put my little signature yellow heart next to it. And then she wrote back, thanks, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, but there's that was an opportunity to notice you know, if someone did that to you, what would pop up for you? Yeah. How how would it make you feel? You know, super interesting. And it is one of the things that we talk about frequently on this podcast, which I'm sure, you know, is like my, like mental health and social media, because it's not that I would ever be able to help anyone navigate that because I don't have the knowledge, but I know in myself, it's, super challenging. I mean, you're putting yourself out there to be judged and for someone to actually act on it. It's like, I would be questioning like the same way. It's like, do I delete it? What do, what do I say? How do I react? You know, like also as my aligned higher self, which is like why you're hiring the coach. It's like all very ironic at the same time, <laughs> but I'm so glad that you handled it like that. And you know, exactly how you said, like, we can all have different views. And that's something on the end in mind that I frequently say too, even though I might be sharing this ideology, you can take it or leave it, you know, like no one's forcing you to be here. You know, you can just turn off the podcast. Yeah. And I think allowing to hold that space too, is like the biggest mindset shift anyway, you know? Yeah. She can, she can have her space. I can have my space. 
And it was an opportunity for me to practice and play, mm. you know, what, what I share. And so it was really, it was a learning opportunity at the end of the day. Now, would my have, you know, younger self said that? Maybe not, <laughs> but yeah. Right now with all the, the work and the support, right? It's like, oh, whatever, you know, we can move on from that. But yeah, it's really challenging. And to any of our listeners, like if you're struggling with hate or other types of things on this platform, you know, I always say if it's really getting to you, block them, you know, like sometimes some people just aren't met to match and that's okay. And it doesn't have to be like this big deal, just block them. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of younger people now like make blocking such a scary thing and we're given these tools for a reason, you know, and sometimes these people just don't need to be in our communities, you know, either. hundred percent, hundred percent. Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing all of your stories with us. I really appreciate your outlook and walking us through your framework. I am like totally going to seal some of that non-judgment, you know, (laughs) when you feel the resistance come up. That's such a great tip. And I just want to thank you so much for your time. Oh, yeah. No, this has been fun. And I loved bouncing back and forth with your expertise on part one and then over here sharing some stories with you on part two. Yes. Yeah. Everybody, please go check out Find Your Clear Vision. Lisa shares amazing information. And, you know, this was just a small vision into what she offers over there. So make sure you head over, subscribe, like, give her a review. This was so amazing. And thank you so much for your time. And I'll see you soon. Thank you so much for listening to The End in Mind. I would like to remind you all, if you haven't yet reached out to me on Instagram, we are at Meraki underscore media underscore management. It will be in our show notes as well. If you would like to reach out to me, we always offer free coaching through Instagram based around our Instagram training and our business Instagram practices. If you need any type of support, please do not hesitate to reach out to me there. And we also offer several different types of consulting and training packages if you're looking for a little bit more in-depth tips. So thank you all for listening in. And of course, I want you all to keep the end in mind as you continue with your day and or work week. Have a great week and I will see you all next time.